ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome into the Friday, May 6th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're taking your phone calls this hour. 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. The text line is open for you as well. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. Update me today. If you're out, update me today. Text me on what's what's postponed. Because weather that went through the Tri-State area, pretty violent. A lot of flooding, a lot of people still trying to figure out how to get home, a lot of homes flooded, a lot of nastiness going on, at least in the immediate Huntington area. How far this went, you know, update me on that. So if there's something that got canceled, let me know. We'll pass that along. I know that the Dirty Birds game was postponed today. Yeah, I know the weather is the story for a lot of things going on. The weather's been the story for the last few days at least, just Thankfully, we don't have any martial sports in Huntington this weekend because I don't know how baseball would have got anything done. And softball, of course, is on the road as well. So I'm I'm grateful that we don't have that to worry about as far as trying to figure out how to get these games in. So that's the good thing. I checked in over at Marshall earlier, and everything seemed to be okay there. Don't have to worry about water damage to Jones C. Edwards Stadium or flooding in the Henderson Center. You know, nothing like that. I didn't hear any reports there. So we're all good. But, you know, the weather is the story today. And so if there's something that was happening that got canceled, postponed, let me know. And, again, the text line is open. It's 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. And, I know roadways are pretty, uh, depending on where you're at right now, roadways are are going to be a challenge. So be careful out there as we progress through this evening home. You know, if you got to go home early, luckily, you know, you were able to get through this, I hope. And, of course, if uh, you're stuck in traffic right now, well, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll keep you company for the next hour. All right, I've got it on a good authority that eventually, as soon as uh, he can make the long journey from the other end of the building, uh, I've got Woody Woodrum, former co-host of mine, coming in because I was joking with him earlier. Like, yeah, this is the day that you would just prattle on about the Kentucky Derby, and I would just sit there and nod my head. Yeah, Woody. Yeah, that's – yeah. So he's going to wander in here eventually, and he's going to talk about the Kentucky Derby. It's back. A lot of fans are going to show up. It's an event unlike any other, right? He's going to tell me which horses I, I should care about. So if you're into that, my good friend Woody Woodrum is going to come in here in the next uh, little bit. We'll talk about that. Uh, you can ask questions as well, so we'll open the text line up for you there on anything like that. So we've got Pirates baseball today. I haven't heard of any cancellation there just yet, so Pirates are coming up next hour, taking on the Reds. We've got that for you, the doubleheader on Saturday and then the series finale on Sunday. Hopefully the weather is going to hold. I think it should, but whatever the case may be, if there's baseball to be played, we get it for you here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So I'm looking forward to that four-game set. Of course, the way the weather is right now, tomorrow would have been a great day for me just to go out, take the headphones, cut the grass, that's a Saturday task for me. 
Saturday is usually the only day I can get that done. Sunday sometimes. But yesterday, I thought about it. I had just cut it where it rained the previous weekend, so I really didn't need it. And tomorrow, if the weather would have been nice, it would have been a great day just to go outside, get some of that stuff done, listen to the baseball game, just have the headphones on, just listening, some afternoon some afternoon Saturday baseball. That, that would have been fun. And instead, uh, I don't think we're all going outside tomorrow. If uh, the weather holds on and clears up, that would be wonderful. But I don't see that happening for this. And, of course, that means, yeah, I'm cutting on Monday. Yeah, you are too. Unless you were smart, unless you were able to get it done yesterday. Because I was going home, and I don't necessarily get home early enough to maybe pull that off sometimes. I'm going home, and I'm like, okay, a lot of people are cutting grass. Uh, what did I miss? Oh, yeah, the, the rain is coming. So, yeah, we got it today for sure. And it just, it's been crazy the way it's impacted the last few weeks, especially this last week or so, trying to get games in. You know, trying to get baseball games in, trying to, to get these played before we lose daylight or before the weather comes in again. So that's been where it's at. It's crazy how this has impacted us. Hopefully, hopefully we have a dry track tomorrow for the Kentucky Derby. Hopefully we have a dry track tomorrow for the Kentucky Derby. Now, you know, we usually carry that. Usually that's going to be on our sister station, Cat Sports, in 93.3 and 1340. Usually we've got the Kentucky Derby for you. Of course, you know, that's a big thing in Kentucky, obviously. And our sister station is Kentucky Sports Station. Not offered on radio this year, the Kentucky Derby. Jason Toy was telling me about that. He was down at Derby Days the other day. He was in, you know, he was in uh, close contact with a few people talking to them about it. And, and he told me that, it's not on radio this year. I can't believe that. That the Kentucky Derby, as long as that's been going, not being broadcast over terrestrial radio. That is insane. I mean, that seems like something that you would want to keep going. It's only been happening for a long time. It's been happening longer than I've been alive. That's for sure. So no Kentucky Derby on the radio. So if you're, if you're watching it tomorrow... That's the only way you're going to be able to get it. Won't be, yeah, you can't hop in the car and like, okay, I got to go somewhere, but hey, I can tune into the Derby at least, you know, while I'm, you know, while I'm doing this thing. You can't do that tomorrow. I, I just found that so short sighted that it's going to be on Peacock. Yeah, NBC's got it, Peacock. So if you got Peacock on your phone, you can stream it. And you know, you, it's just not the same. It's just not the same as having it on your radio. If you're in a car, you're, you're in the backyard doing some work, if this weather holds, that's just insane to me. Now, of course, I'm not necessarily a big horse racing on radio guy, but I know a lot of people are. And I know a lot of people look forward to the Kentucky Derby every year. And it's like you go to a game, but you still have your radio. Obviously, a lot of people still bring in the radios. Yeah, coming to Marshall game on, on a game day, you got the radio with you. You're listening to the voice of the herd, Steve Cotton. Yeah, be it football or basketball. I know some people bring the headphones with them, bring the sports radio with them. You know, you know the ones I'm, I'm talking about. The ones that are are they're just headphones, and the radio's built in. You've seen those. I don't know if you can get those anymore, but you've seen those. And so, I've seen a lot of people bring the radio, and I encourage that. 
completely encourage that. But I just thought that was insane that the Kentucky Derby, the Kentucky Derby, not on radio. I'll tell you what is on radio. We got Pirates baseball coming up for you tonight here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 against the worst team in baseball. I'm not lying. The worst team in baseball. Is it even a baseball team? Would the AAA team win more games than Cincinnati Reds? If you brought up AAA, heck, if you brought up AA, would the Reds be a better team if you brought up AAA? You just brought up your AAA team. Bring bring your minor league team up. Would this team be better? Because the Reds are terrible right now. Absolutely terrible. Talk about being done before you even get out of the month of April. I mean, we're right in May now. Just talk about the fact that your baseball team is done. You're 14 and a half games back. The Pirates are seven games back. And St. Louis is two and a half back. I mean, the Pirates are not playing terrible ball. They're playing okay ball. I mean, Milwaukee's just the class of the league right now, as far as the Central. As far as the Central, 18-8. and eight. The Reds are 3-22. and 22. Eventually, this will change, but the Bengals have won more games in, in D.C. Well, in this year, in this calendar year, the Bengals have won more games than the Cincinnati Reds. In this calendar year. And I, I'm willing to bet that after the Red season's done and the Bengals play, the Bengals still might have more wins in this calendar year than the Cincinnati Reds. That's just how terrible it is right now. Seriously. You talk about, how I'm a fan. I'm going to go support my team. I'm a fan. I'm always going to support my team. You know, got to go show my support. Don't be bad-mouthing my team. It's my team. When, when your team doesn't care, should you? Honestly, keep that in mind. When your team doesn't care, should you? If your team's not trying to win, should you? And, of course, there should be mechanisms in place. I'm not saying let's just revamp the entire system here, but there should be mechanisms in place. Teams should be forced to spend a minimum. There should be a maximum you can spend, and there should be a minimum you have to meet. There needs to be some standard to which all teams are held. You need to be compelled to be putting the best product you can because, honestly, if the teams are all competitive, the baseball is going to be better. So when the Reds come to town, you're like, oh, it's the Reds. They're terrible. You should have – I mean, there's going to be teams that just can't compete because, well, ownership is not very adept, management's not good, players, injury, whatever. But there should be something in place to say, compel teams to to actually try their best. But look, if you're going to own a Major League Baseball team, you better be able to afford to own a Major League Baseball team. And that means you got to spend the minimum. you got to put the minimum effort into actually fielding a team that can be competitive. And why would you want, if you're an advertiser, other than blind loyalty, why would you advertise? Nobody's watching that product, so why would you spend money with that product? No one's listening to that product, so why would you spend money with that product? And that's not just locally, that's regionally, nationally as well. 
Why would you invest in that product? I mean, how many people are tuning in for a three and twenty-two baseball team right now? How many people? Nobody. You've got some diehards, but still, some people are just masochists. Tune in. Oh, they're terrible again. And of course, you know, we've got the game tonight. And if you're a Pirates fan, you're going to tune in. I mean, maybe it's the, it's the other way around. The Pirates are going to maybe win this series, maybe get to sweep. Who knows? The Pirates are playing better baseball. I mean, so maybe you look at all oh, like, hey, yeah, the Pirates are going to get some easy wins here. That could come up. That could come up when you're uh, in a race here to uh, get on top of the, the division or battle for a wild card. You don't want to be the team to lose to the Reds. That's that's probably the battle cry right now. Let's not be the team that loses to the Reds. All right, we got more coming up. Uh, yesterday, I wanted to get into a situation with Conference USA Soccer. It's not very good right now. I wanted to get into that, so we'll try to get that in. Your phone calls and texts as well. Text line is open for you. We do that at 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. More coming up with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Friday, May 6th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our phone line is open this hour, 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255 with our text line as well, 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. Still to come, I um, again, it's whenever he can work his way down here. It's a long walk from Woody's desk to my uh, studio. Former co-host, former talk show of the year, co-champion with me, Woody Woodrum, coming in studio. We'll talk to him in a few minutes. He likes to talk about the Kentucky Derby. What am I going to say? No, no, you can't come in, talk about the Kentucky Derby. So he's going to come in. He's going to talk about it. I'm... I'm going to listen, do what I usually do. Yeah, Woody, nod my head. He knows. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun. No, seriously, Woody's going to come in. He loves horse racing. So that is what's happening a little bit later on the program. Uh, Some good news today. If you are followers of the Coach Huff Twitter account, the herd getting bigger, closing the cap, all that other, trusting the process, all that stuff. Uh, Tony Martin, committee to Marshall. Uh, He is only the son of a Marshall Hall of Famer. Tim Martin. So again, uh, on Twitter today, the the tweet goes out. Heard is closing the gap, trusting the process, getting bigger, all of that. You got to love the herd on social media. Just follow Coach Huff. You'll know immediately when something is coming. You know immediately. He lets you know. Loves the Steph Curry gif. He loves that. So when you see Coach post the Steph Curry gift, you know something's up. Keep an eye. Look for a retweet. Look for something because he's definitely uh, loving the Twitter and loving the Steph Curry gift. I'm not a Steph guy. Then again, I used to be a Laker guy, and the Lakers are just a mess. So I guess I'm not an NBA guy right now. I don't know. Maybe I'm waiting for a new regime. I was a Knicks guy and a Lakers guy back. I even liked the Knicks when Patino was there. I like the Knicks because I like the New York. Okay, I like some of the New York teams. 
not necessarily a Mets guy, not necessarily a Yankees guy, not a Giants guy. I mean, I could be, but not really. Jets, yeah, okay. I know Hurt fans got mad at me because I would root for the Bengals to beat the Jets when Chad was there, and I get the, I get so much hate. Like, what are you doing rooting against Chad? Hey, I love Chad. He's not on my team. Love Chad not playing for my team. I can't do that. I mean, I'll see Nazi out there. Hey, I, I love seeing Nazi play. Playing against my team. Sorry, Nazi, I'm rooting against you. Nothing personal. This is how it is right now. So, some of the New York teams I like, some of them I don't. Not necessarily a Jets guy. Again, not necessarily uh, the Knicks. I, I keep, I'm okay with the Knicks. And I guess it's okay. I could jump on. Yeah, I could maybe forsake the Lakers and jump on fully with the Knicks because the Knicks aren't really good right now. So it's not like it's not like I'm front running. It's not like I'm picking. It's not like say when I need a backup college team, I jump on Kentucky's bandwagon. Now I have an interest in Kentucky, but I'm not I'm not jumping on the bandwagon as like okay, my team is out, so I got to pick another team. That team would have been Duke for me, but, you know, Coach K is gone now, so I guess I don't have a backup team anymore. And probably that's the way it should be. And we got all the way there from where I started with Tony Martin committing to Marshall, again, son of Hall of Famer Tim Martin. Speaking of the Hall of Fame, I can't wait. I, uh, I'm held to some secrecy. I'll know soon when I can say something. But, of course, I know a guy that's on the Hall of Fame committee. So I'm not saying there's any um, any breach of protocol here. I just say I know some things. I know some things. I'm looking forward to talking about the Hall of Fame when I can talk about the Hall of Fame. I'm excited about some of the things I'm hearing about the Hall of Fame when I can talk about it. I'm not going to pry the guy that's going to work his way down here in the next couple of minutes. I'm not going to pry him for any information, but eventually we'll get to talk Hall of Fame and I'll get that guy to come back. But the guy I'm talking about, my my good friend and former co-host of this program, Woody Woodrum, he's going to work his way down here. Again, he's in the building now. We, we, we're making him do other things. This is his special day, horse racing day for him. So we're going to honor the traditions. We're going to honor the tenets and traditions of this program as much as I love horse racing. I'm going to let Woody do all the talking. So that's coming up. We'll get your phone calls and text in. The text line is open for you right now. It is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Text the right in. I root for lots of players, but not when they play my team, LOL. See? You see where I'm coming from? I mean, I like a lot of guys. I like Vinny Curry. I love Vinny. Vinny's a great guy. When he comes back and he's here supporting the herd, I'm all Team Vinny. I love Vinny. If Vinny's playing against the Bengals, I'm sorry, Vinny. We're not friends right now. We'll pick that back up after the game. We'll be cool. Win or lose, we'll be cool. But right now, not doing it. I'm rooting for the Bengals. I'm rooting for Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's my quarterback. He's my pro quarterback. So, it didn't matter when Byron was playing against the Bengals. I'm rooting against Byron. Sorry, Byron. You're not on my team. 
not pro team. Sorry, Chad, you're not quarterback in my team. You're quarterback in the other team. Still think you're great. Still think you're the Pennington, but I like a lot of guys. I'm with the Texter. I root for lots of players, but not when they play my team. So if the Jets are playing someone and Vinny has a great game, cool. The Jets are playing the Bengals, not so cool. I mean, if Nazi's making it and we're going to see him on opening day and he's having a great game, yes, that's awesome. If Nazi's on the other side of the line against the Bengals, I mean, I, I hope you have an okay game, Nas. I don't want you to like do something that's going to beat my team. I get it. I'm, I hope you have a great rest of the season and just not against my team. All right, uh, rumor has it Woody's going to come down here, Woody Woodrum. We'll take more of your phone calls and texts. Your text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line this hour is 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. I'm still waiting for my guy to walk in from the other side of the building. Talk horse racing. Woody Woodruff. Till then, I'm talking soccer. And I'm talking about what you're talking about. Again, text line 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. So I wanted to do this yesterday. I didn't have a time to really get into it. But Conference USA right now is not the place to be for soccer because, well, soccer's blown up. Conference USA sort of had a monkey wrench thrown into whatever plans it had when three of its departing members decided to depart early. And you know what? We'll actually we'll actually get into that here in a minute. I'm I'm seeing him come in studio here in the next couple of minutes, so we'll hold that. But we'll talk about the fact that now Conference USA is not a destination for soccer because not enough teams to field a league. So the recipient of that is going to be the American. And, of course, when the teams that are departing for the American are officially members, they will be official members. But at the moment... They're going to be associate members. So that means UAB, Charlotte, FAU, and then FIU is going to jump in as an associate member. So after the other members that have soccer make their way officially into the league, FIU is going to still be an associate member. And also it's going to be um, joining for um, a couple other things as well. So. We'll get all of that in here. We'll talk about it if we have time. We want to welcome to the program now. Give him a couple minutes to get situated because, uh, well, I think he forgot how to come to the studio. It's been a while. He doesn't remember necessarily, you know, I know you're out of the studio for, what, a couple of years and you got to reacclimate yourself to it. I'm just talking about him while he finds the headphone to actually plug in to the headphone jack. So as we wait for him, I'm giving play-by-play of Woody trying to plug in everything. Um, I think he want, you, you want to plug the headphone jack into the, the console. 
No, 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 no. Headphone in the console. <laughs> Not your computer, the console. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How long hey, has it been since you've been in here? I'm telling you, it, is, it has been a while. <laughs> I'm all excited about hearing the Derby on the radio tomorrow. So no, you're I came not. In to talk to you. No, you're not because it's not on the radio tomorrow. Well, you know the nice thing is I was actually listening to you earlier, so I I knew I could come in and do that to you. Yeah, no, no radio for the Derby. I inquired. I, I did. I was like, okay, I better check and see if this thing's me broadcast again. I hadn't seen anything on it, so no, this isn't being carried anywhere. I asked a couple of outlets, hey, are you picking this up? And we no, we we don't have it anymore. And then Jason told me when he was at Derby Days, um, he he talked to a couple people, and NBC decided, nah, you know what, we're good with Peacock and NBC. We're good. Wow. Don't need radio. We're good. That's really amazing. Yeah, it is. I mean, you think a- about it, I I guess somebody could do a podcast type thing or something, but no, that's crazy. Yeah, it's um, it's a live sporting event. I don't yeah. like unless I don't have an opportunity to watch it live, and I really want to watch it. And I, I, I cut myself off from <laughs> from everything, so I don't know. Right. Uh, I really don't like watching sports delayed, especially if I know the outcome, good or bad. Eh, no, I don't want to know the outcome. Yeah, I don't want to know the outcome. I don't, yeah. If somebody spoils it for me. You mean like if I tell you that Doctor Strange and the multiverse? Shut Stop! Oh, my bad. Stop! All right. I'm waiting for Disney Plus on that. Trey, Trey had to go on the uh, afternoon shift, so we saved a little money that way. Okay. See, this is the stuff. You know, he always would do this. <laughs> he would always do this because, you know, he's retired now, so that means he does nothing better to do but to go see movies at matinee times. Well, I've actually been writing a story about Camp Landing, and if you don't know anything about that. You soon will? You should find out, yes. A, they're taking the Kiowa Mall turning it into a sports complex it's going to have everything they're going to have year-round tournaments and volleyball and pickleball and tennis and wrestling and basketball and maybe even baseball if they can build a field they're getting a hotel and convention center is going to be part of this uh they've got malibu jacks is a sports and amusement they've got actual rides inside what used to be the Kiowa mall how about a, a racetrack surrounding? I mean, can I drive? You know, I think that's a really good idea. Either, either you know, for horses or for cars. No, I like the cars. Let's go cars. <laughs> you, you keep the horses outside on the dirt. Just yeah. Keep that there. You know me. I like my horses. I know. This is why you're here, because this is an annual tradition you started. I tried to kill it. Well, but... no, no. You see what this is? <laughs> this is a continuation of Crawl Dog and I used to love, because Jeff was so into horse racing being from louisville yeah and jeff just would have a heck of a time and he would actually go to the dog track in cross lanes so he could watch all 10 races no and and bet on them as well as the derby and that's the thing if you've never been and i was lucky enough to go seven times to the derby and so that's why i do have a bit of a a soft spot for it but my good friend sean burke who was the center for the herd in the 70s he would just take us over there and uh you know he he his parents doc was doc was his nickname and he was the youngest of 17 his oldest brother was older than my dad whoa yeah you That's know old. but his mom 
was used to cooking for the whole clan coming in. So when eight or nine drunken college boys showed up, she just fed us lasagna and, and pasta and all sorts of things. Wait a minute. Be, be, be careful. Is there a statute of limitations that we have to uh, make sure? Yeah, be careful some of these stories you tell. Yeah, well. There, yeah. there might be some, some, some warrants out there still for well, you. Well, you know, if you get a chance, uh, two years from now, it's going to be crazy. So, you know, maybe you go next year to the 149th. But in two years, it'll be the 150th. And, and part of my story is the group, smaller group, went down and watched in 75 because it was like the 100th year or something like that. And I got to go from 76, 77, 78, 79, 80, 81, 82. Got my brother Jim to go down there. Stayed at Sean's house uh, five years in a row. And then the last two years... Just went down and camped out in a truck. We parked out behind a bar, slept in the back of a truck. About 4 a.m., somebody lifts up the back, like, <laughs> looking in. Man, I mean, I, me and Jeff Anderson, who's a colonel in the Air Force, and uh, my brother were all in the back of the truck, and we jumped up with fists pulled and, <laughs> and grabbing for something to smack him in the face with. Guy was like, no, no, I was just looking for a warm place to lay down and sleep. <laughs> right warm place to sleep oh that's the good part you know you, you just get this stuff that's just unbelievable stories we we were out behind a bar at when we woke up about 8 a.m there's a guy so close to the last remaining cinder on the fire that he's like in the fire basically because he was freezing his friend had jumped in the dumpster after they had come through and emptied it in the middle of the night. We didn't even hear that. But we got up and went in the bar at 7 or 8 a.m., you know, go splash a little water in her face, go to the bathroom. Paul, it was like midnight at the Union Pub and Grill after a herd football or basketball win. Okay. I, 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 I understand that reference. It was slammed, man. I it bet was. it was. But, you know, it, it we snuck in one year. A friend, my Ed McTigard, who was a center and linebacker for the herd, had snuck in the second year, and so he took us over where he got in, where they had fixed that. And we're walking along, going, "Ah, that's a shame. That would have saved us like fifteen dollars back then to get in the infield." And some kid selling the Louisville paper goes, "No, no, you can pull this fence up right here." And it was behind the ABC trailer, and nobody saw like forty people come through, and we slowly dispersed. And then we found out the way to watch the derby was to go and pay the extra money for for years to come and be out there behind the the grandstands. There were less lines for bathrooms. There were a lot more bathrooms. There were TVs to watch a replay of each race. If you're out in the infield, I mean, it's like trying to watch a sporting event from the middle of a cornfield. You can't see what's going on. I, I waited my first year, Mark Brookover, my big buddy who just died you know in the last year offensive tackle for the herd we jumped up to the finish line and held onto the gate for 75 minutes so that we'd be able to see when they came out they'd go by us on the first time through and then we would see them coming down the stretch we all bet on a horse named bold forbes because bill forbes and and dave forbes played for the herd he won. We all won big money. It was a wonderful weekend the nice. first time. Yeah. 
All right, we're going to take a break. Come back because we have we have to play commercials. I don't know if you remember that part of this show. Commercials. Oh, well, they used to tell me those were impossible to sell for this show. No, no, we have commercials. <laughs> we, have, we have commercials on this show. Well, I'm talking about back when we still had, uh, you know, we had, we had some different equipment to use, not quite as nice as this. Look, uh, you just got to get a little terse with people now and then. <laughs> Yeah, I know you're familiar with that concept. You just got to get terse with people. Yeah. All right, got to take our final break. We'll come back. We'll let Woody pick the derby. That means have your picks ready. Have their picks ready for the window here on the window. When we come back from break, this is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Final segment of today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I got Woody Woodrum in studio, and of course, um, contrary to rumor that he's leaking all the Hall of Famers. No, 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 no. No, I that's a, that's a big no-no. Yeah, Beatrice would kill you. Yeah, you know, the new AD made a bit of a faux pas by throwing Vinnie Curry out there, but I understood. Did you just throw yeah. Christian Spears under the bus? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he didn't know. You know, he didn't know. So, uh I, I understand they're trying to locate one person that uh, they they haven't found yet. So after that, we'll be ready to release. We're going to have three people from last year that didn't get to come because of COVID or whatnot. And uh, so that we're going to add those to this year's group of nine. So it should be a, should be a really good Hall of Fame. It's going to be the first weekend, too, right out of the gate. We're bringing uh, the Hall of Fame and the opener the same weekend, but okay. out of the gate is a good way to talk. Because yeah, let's get out, let's get away from this, and uh, trust me, you will um, trust me. You don't say anything else about the Hall of Fame. No, I won't. Okay, no Derby out of the gate. Okay, I've got a horse for you. You can't go wrong with Messier. Mark Messier. Named after Mark Messier oh, by my horse. the owner. Yeah. He's uh started at eight to one. He's down to seven to one. He is a pretty nice looking horse and uh you know, he he will be good for you. He has run second in the Santa Anita Derby. He was first in the uh Santa Anita uh Robert Lewis Stakes and then second in the Los Alamos. Alamitos, yeah, uh, Futurity. So he's had two seconds in the first. That's pretty good coming in. He'll be in blue and gold, but you know you can still you can really? still cheer for him. Really? And he's got John Velasquez riding him, which is a good choice. Blue and gold, really? Yeah, and he is tied with uh, Mo Donegal, who is seven to one. Got the number one hole. Terrible place to have to start the race right against the rail with 20 other horses getting ready to crash down on you. So, uh, but Todd Plesher is his owner, and, of course, he's had a great time with uh, horses. And, uh, you know, so he'll be in green and gold. He'll be looking like he's riding for Huntington High. But, uh, you know, he was a good late-season juvenile in the Northeast, which is kind of a not not really you know you don't think about horse racing in the northeastern united states but uh you know it's a chance for the first derby winner for the owners there so donegal racing patio prado 
was one of their horses who had a third place finish and uh Dullahan had a third place finish so they're they're hoping that they can get it done but i you know i like to bet jockeys more than horses and you know if a horse is right like wood chopper was a horse in my first derby and like the fourth race who we all bet on and his jockey ran him into the rail and he still got up and finished second but he had the first easy but there's two horses that are kind of tied together at five to one epicenter is coming out of the number three hole and tabia is coming out of the 12 hole now tabia i really like because even though he's been light you know lightly raced and started at 12 to 1 and now has gone to 5 to 1 on their racing but Mike Smith is riding and Mike is one of the great jockeys he really is a very very good jockey who has won derbies but uh Tab- Tabia won the Santa Anita Derby and uh, the Kentucky Derby will be only his third start but, you know, he was a yearling. He sold for $140,000. At a two-year-old auction, he got $1.7 million. He won his debut in six furlongs on March 5th and, uh, you know, won that Santa Anita Derby. So third race all time. We'll see how he comes out of the gate. The other one who is five to 5-1 is a horse called Epicenter. And the interesting thing is is both Epicenter and Tabia are out of the same stud, Gunrunner, who was a third-place finisher in the Derby a few years back. So Gunrunner has had a number of good sons. So we'll see if, it, you know, his blood will do. Joel Rosario, not a bad jockey to ride. So, I, you know, me, I would probably go uh, Tabia to win, Messier to place, and... We're going to come back to uh, Epicenter to show. And now, if you want to win the big money, Paul, you got I like I like the big money. You got to go with Classic Causeway because he's going off at sixty-nine to one out of the seventeen hole, or in the eighteen hole is Tawny Port, who's going off at sixty-eight to one. But finally. There's scratches on both sides of Rich Strike, who's in the 21st hole, and he's going off at 99 to 1. But both horses, Ethereal Road and Rattle and Roll, both are out. They were scratched, and so we go from 22 horses to 20 now, and and so that'll be uh, that'll be a lot of fun. So you know, it it should be a great race day. Uh, Mo Donegal. Uh, we told you about him. Green and gold in wearing number four. Uh, Epicenter wearing number one. Messier wearing number 14. Is that, of course, because Messier's number was 14? No. 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 Okay. No. Taby is wearing number eight. So Joe Morgan like going around. Yeah, I, I heard your knock on the worst team in baseball. My beloved Cincinnati Reds are three and 22. And have lost twenty one of their last twenty two games. They're terrible. They it's, don't care. It's no. It's a combination. You let some guys walk off, and you got young pitching for them. I think some of those kids, like Green, that got beat, gave up six home runs yesterday. But you know, I was watching night before last first inning. Red scored two, and so the kid comes out to the leadoff runner for the Brewers, 
and he gets him 3-2, and so he throws about six 92, 93-mile-an-hour fastballs at him. Well, when he put one up and in just where he likes it, he launched it into the second deck. And so you barely have started a game, and you're up 2 nothing. and on the first batter the Reds faced, they're de- they're up 2-1, to one. and you're like, that's got to be killed. I looked at the team the other day, and I don't know where Jonathan India was out. I know Joey Votto has some COVID symptoms going on right now. The catcher was out. Those are the stars. And uh, there were there were a couple of three people in the lineup. Paul, I honestly didn't know who they were. Because? I think they came up from AAA maybe. I don't know. I think the AAA team would probably do better than this team. If, I think you brought the entire AAA team I'm up, not you'd probably sure. win more games. I think the Charleston Dirty Birds would play better than this. I oh, mean, yeah. on, well, honestly, three better. wins in 25 games. It is the worst start in the entire history back to 1869 for this Reds club. They This is the worst start in baseball history. Yeah, so they take on the Pirates. We've got that for you coming up tonight here on they, ESPN 94.1 AM 30. You got 20 seconds. They are going to have a really cool Joey Votto Star Wars bobblehead tomorrow on Saturday. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. We got the game hey, coming up here. Yeah. Good to be back. Yeah. Invite me in now and then. I, every time you're here, I invite you in. Stop that. <laughs> Messier's number is 11, by the way. Ah. Dirty Birds not playing tonight due to field conditions. Yeah. Uh, Pirates baseball coming up tonight here on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. And I, I can't believe I had some insider information. I can't believe you did not mention Cyberknife or Tis the Bomb. Tis the Bomb. Not bad. Tis the Bomb and Cyberknife. I'm pulling for Messier. 11 would have been great <laughs> for a number. I know. that would, I thought, that's got to be his number, right? That's No, it's 11's his number. All right, that does for this edition. Back on Monday here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.